0: what's up what's up what's up welcome to the newest episode of it's So rando and we got a special guest here with us
1: finally so we've been waiting for this episode <laughs> llama well, getting look that is our movie from way back when so we actually have someone that worked on the movie here mm-hmm. with us so you you can go ahead introduce yourself let yeah. them know who you are let them know what's up
2: hey everyone uh i am jacques mf uh aka james cox i um co-wrote uh starred in and um produced and did some art stuff for um the unforgettable film mom Again.
1: <laughs> it really is unforgettable like man it, and it's 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 crazy
0: because like we were like how did we come across how we came across it was kind of was kind of funny because Mm -hmm. we were just surfing through amazon prime for movies that we just you know just never seen like like, let's just try to watch something like we never will watch
1: before right and something that didn't take itself so seriously because we had just watched a slew of these movies like uh what was it um it was the new the conjuring movie Mm -hmm. and all of these other horror movies that took themselves so so seriously Mm -hmm. and i'm just like it's too much you can tell that they're trying too hard find something that's more lighthearted. hearted llama mm-hmm. was the first thing we came across yeah and i don't regret well, it yeah. i do not regret it at all
0: llama getting in killer sofa
1: yeah llama again the killer sofa just crazy stuff
0: yeah that...
2: well, well, i'm if... oh, sorry um i was gonna ask if you don't mind me asking what do you think about killer sofa <laughs>
1: Have, well, you, have you heard of this before you've seen it
2: mm-hmm.
0: so oh, yeah
1: i could just say
0: the, the, i know the, the movie didn't take itself seriously but it i, I it was it was hilarious
1: did <laughs> just like, like a spring suffocate somebody and like drag yeah he was the, the
0: sofa <laughs> was walking on the the two wooden legs throwing people off
1: rooftops looking at people menacingly <laughs> from the corner i'm just like this is amazing <laughs> Like just loved it. It it really was, for whatever reason, movies like this are more easy to watch and just mm-hmm. delve deep into. Especially like when when we got a bottle of alcohol sitting around, it makes oh, it yeah. so fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Makes it fun, like because getting when we when we seen that because we we because the first time like when we watched it, we watched the first like twenty five minutes of it and then because we fell asleep because we <laughs> we have we have a slew of kids here. We have four kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know they just tired us out so we, was, mm-hmm. we finally got a chance to sit down and watch fell asleep then yeah, you know, he was like we got to finish that movie from last night like okay so we went went back laid down watched the movie we, we were just dying man
1: it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious and like it's the reason why now we're like like into movies like velocipaster the Killer sofa oh, sharknado mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. Geddon was the sole reason for us getting into movies oh, like this it really yeah. was so we appreciate you for creating this or helping to create it, you know, and giving us this. So what inspired you to do this film yeah. from the start? So where did the concept of it come from?
2: Yeah, so um, I've always really been into, um, uh, for lack of a better um, name, bad films. Um, mm. It's these kind of like um, low budget films that somebody just really wants to make something. And um, like you're saying, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, and oftentimes they're kind of like these, uh, like community or like movies you'd watch with like some friends, right? Like when you mentioned like a bottle of alcohol, it's like, that's like the perfect way to watch a lot of these movies because it's more of like a group activity. Um, so i had already been dabbling in, um, making some various things and writing some scripts. Um, and then the director and co-writer, um, found this shirt that I think it said, um, it, it was a Alpacalypse shirt. <laughs> and it doesn't, that, that movie doesn't exist yet. But um, in the very bottom of the shirt, it said, from the creators of Lamageddon And he's like, I want us to be those people. So oh, we went ahead and we made the thing in the corner of the shirt, um, you know, uh, to make to make that first one. Mm. Um, and that, 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 that's kind of what spurred it. But um Before that we had made a short um, that I'm still trying to edit called Unitar, Mm. which is uh, about inverse centaurs. So it's people that are half horse up and then they're human everything else. Um, And I can't... There's probably a couple other little things that we try to make, um, but this was, uh, for better or worse, like the first thing that we publicly put out mm-hmm. um and there kind of came a point when we were just like you know what like it's just time to release it like we can't sit on this any longer and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh release it to the wild um and super excited about um how people have received it but uh the, the fact that you said that it brought you into um that kind of film world uh makes you really excited. Um, because yeah, yeah. all those films I just absolutely love. So the mm-hmm. fact that you know we could be uh mentioned alongside like Killer Sofa or Velocipastor just makes my day. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Velocipastor, but I like Lama Getting a lot better. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> I liked it my... it's more, uh, it's it a lot more better. To me. Yeah, it like it, it,
0: was, it was great, but I, I like if I had to choose, I do like <laughs> get I would like Wan mm-hmm. getting better because Velosa Pastor was like like it, it was funny. But Mm -hmm. it was kind of catching me off guard with with like some of the the scenes that they were doing, like like the whole stuff with the ninjas and (laughs) right, yeah.
1: The car explosion
0: thing, like yeah, like oh VFX. Oh, Oh, oh." I love that. Yeah, (laughs) like I'm like, what?
1: And you never expected it, but y'all heard it here first. So, Mama getting started with a (laughs) t-shirt. It started there. (laughs) That's where the inspiration came from. That's how I got started. Um so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now that we've been playing around with like a lot of editing yeah. software and getting to know how to work stuff, how was the mm-hmm. editing done for Lama getting? Like, yeah. you know, if you can mm-hmm. tell us that.
0: Yeah, so like for the movie, like how long, mm-hmm. and then, like how long like does it take for like movies and stuff like to render like when in the editing process? Oh man.
2: It? Um so this film in particular, um the editor and the director um sat down together i think with a bottle of jameson and they just (laughs) like went at it um that being said i think that was like the first cut Uh um because as we were continuing to work on it like we had to go back and shoot some scenes like a summer later and you know there's a lot of extra stuff that went into it um i was kind of screening it and getting feedback Um, That being said, I can't tell you how traditional of like a development process that is for a film. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in our case, we had a vision, we knew what we could accomplish. Um, One of the big things is that we knew we had access to a real llama. And because we were just graduating college, we knew a lot of people who were going to have you know some amount of time open as they were um, getting ready to like you know um, settle into their new lives. Right. Uh, so those stars really aligned. Um, But for the editing itself, um, I think one of my favorite things is that there's actually a couple people, I think two, that did uh, the visual effects on it. So if you look at the llama's eyes, um, Mm. I think at various points throughout the film, it has two... (laughs) <laughs> different sets of red eyes yeah
1: <laughs> superman like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It, but it's, it's like it's, it changes and the way it tracks is just slightly different um because it was like two different people going in and like you know adjusting it and putting it in place right
0: <laughs> oh yeah because i know there was once i think the beginning when, when the llama first showed up like his mm-hmm. eyes were yeah the, the, they were yeah. different and then when he shot the lasers out his eyes they were kinda they were kinda different too.
1: Shout out yeah, to Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Louis the Llama. <laughs> yeah. Always. And as far as um the casting choices, yes. you guys mm-hmm. all went to college together. How did how mm. did the casting come about for this?
2: Uh, mostly, yeah. I think most of us went to college together. Um there were some family friends that were brought in.
1: Mm.
2: Um I'm trying to think. The, there was only one person who was a hired actor, and um, that was the cherry picker, uh, which I think is uh, pretty, pretty great. Like, mm-hmm. she did um, an amazing job, um, but most of the people that were cast, it was kind of letting people go for the roles that they wanted to do or were comfortable with. mm mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, um, I think, what my brother refers to as a um, a bro film, oh, okay. where it's just kind of like, you know, a bunch of bros get together and they're like, let's make a film. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 very hard to kind of like um, t- tell people to do things like acting wise that they wouldn't already like want to do, um, you know, without like a much higher budget or something. Yeah. Um but I mean it all it all worked out, you know.
0: Yeah. But well, that's good because like having some friends that be down to do some stuff right. like that, like that, that's oh. super fun. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: really I think fun. um the... Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh no, no no, you're good, you're good. Okay, um I-, I was gonna say like I think the funniest part was um we didn't know who was gonna play um Floyd in the film. Mm. Um and at that point in time I'd like gained a little bit of weight towards the end of college and I had braces on and <laughs> then when we realized there was no one else, we would just have this like Oh uh, fuck! Like,
0: I guess I'm gonna <laughs> play this character. Oh man. So with like Floyd, Floyd, and I forget what was this? What was this, The sister's name? Uh, Mel. Mel. Uh, so <laughs> was she? Was she? Was she a college friend as well? Hmm. Friend college? Okay. Yeah, because that that particular scene with uh with Floyd, we because we were like with Floyd and, and Mel, we were like, man. So they're about to just leave them in this house? Oh uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so like the mo- I'm like I'm like, why is the mom just dropping them off like that? <laughs> like like she I-,
2: I swear I swear to god, I don't know how this happens, but for some reason when um you're trying to make a film with a low budget like this, for some reason, um it's like the weirdest things materialize. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, the car they get out of is like that really bizarre, you know, backdoor mm-hmm. oh, opening yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know why it works out like that. Um, like right, right, right now I'm. Um, are you just, guys okay? Yeah, yeah. something just
1: fell our over. kids' <laughs> toys
2: are falling uh, all over the place. Yeah, oh it no! Yeah, uh, it, <laughs> it all happens. Uh, no worries. Um, but uh, th- th- there's a film I'm currently working on and uh, we needed a cat for it and um, of course um, the cat that we ended up using for the film um, you know No Fault of Its Owner is a rescue cat mm-hmm. but it's a cat that was missing its tail and it's just one of these things where we didn't want a cat that was missing its tail it's just that's what the cat that we happened to have after right. the project True, and it's just I don't know how that happens but for some reason when you're um, you know, kind of, like, pulling things together, uh, it's, like, you always get, like, the weirdest little, like, quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, all of that, for some reason, like, it makes the personality, you know? It's yeah. not, like, super glossy, it's, like, those bumps that actually, like, bring it together. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. So... As far as like the music goes for like the film, the original music, can you elaborate
1: mm-hmm. on it a little bit? Like the, the song that was at the end of yeah. the film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Top notch right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
2: be, I'll be sure to let him know. Um, that was uh one of my one of my brother's friends. So he went to a different um college than uh the one that i attended okay. uh but the guy that made the music is like uh god i don't know he's like a prodigy like he's so good at the things that he's trying to do in terms of like just nailing the tone and everything
0: mm-hmm.
2: um i honestly think like Lamageddon well, getting rap and then uh dan changing shirts like those are my two favorite parts of the film Man- um <laughs> bro yeah. i was that was the next that was the next
0: question that i was going to ask Mm -hmm. that is probably my favorite thing in my entire movie (laughs) it's so good dude every time the camera cut back to him Mm -hmm. he had a different shirt on
1: now like (laughs) imagine this under the influence of a little bit of alcohol you literally think that you're just like am I tripping His shirt was just blue, <laughs> oh, red, yeah, orange. I'm like wait a second because one
0: minute he came back in after the llama killed everybody in the, the the hot tub or the pool he came back in sat on the couch it cut back to the next scene it came back he had another whole shirt on <laughs> and I'm like
1: wait he just had we even had to ask each other at one point like Mm -hmm. wait a second that was just this color right like am Mm -hmm. I tripping or did you see that too so like that was perfect what made you guys (laughs) add that (laughs) in (laughs) it's,
2: it's really hard for me to say um where that idea originated but um I'm a uh, a game designer or, like, maker by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorite parts about these kinds of films, like I was saying, as, like, a community thing, like, people come together and, like, um, you know, watch along, is I really like it, like, um, have you seen The Room, for instance? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Okay, um, do you know, like, the various drinking games that kind of came out of it?
0: Uh, well, like... No worries. Like the, mm-hmm. like, the like the,
2: like, beer pong, or... So um, there, there's various things throughout the room where people have like drinking games for it. So it's like mm-hmm. every time the front door is open and closed, like you take a drink. Um, there's another one where it's like you drink every time it does like um, a really slow pan of like the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like these these films have these little things that people like play along with that kind of mm-hmm. make it memorable and kind of like say people like, wait a second, did I see that? Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as somebody like mentioned this uh shirt thing. Um it was like, okay, we have to have that in there as kind of like a game. It's like something that people would watch and like Mm -hmm. try to figure out like what's up with that. Mm -hmm. Um but like my favorite part in relation to that is uh Trent, the person that um the llama spits on, um (laughs) we we actually have a scene explaining why his shirt changes, Mm -hmm. which is like when he's in the bathroom and then um, his girlfriend throws his shirt into the toilet so he has to like pick a new one out of the wash and I just really like that because it's like it would never explain Dan (laughs) but then there's one other person who has one shirt change it's like we have something to make sure you know why it's switched right like,
1: dude, I that brings me. you back to like the um cartoons, too. yeah. Like, cartoon characters who never changed their clothes, but when they, oh, did
0: when yeah. <laughs> <really laughs> <recognized> you <laughs> it.
1: like, wait a second, you know, like, Kim Possible, <laughs> the Proud Family, anything like, no, where's oh, yeah. your signature outfit? You can't just change right. it, right?
0: That's kind of like <laughs> when Kim Possible went to the later seasons, she started wearing different clothes, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember <laughs> like, that,
2: I'm like, wait, oh, really, yeah. yeah.
1: Cause it, it was it was an unmissable thing. Cause she used to, you mm-hmm. know, the cargo pants and you know the little shirt that she wears. And it's just like, wait a second, now what is this right. that you have on? Cause that's not the same. Yeah, and, <laughs> by
0: the, and by the time you get to the movie, she has a full like. Oh, the like blue a, and white yeah, suit. Yeah, blue and yeah. white suit. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> so, so, you you just you mentioned that uh, you were uh, game developing, correct? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So like is there like is there any like similar things in with making games and movies or are they're just two totally different like two totally different languages?
2: well i can't i can't um really speak to you know major hollywood stuff um mm. but i guess from my experience um the the similarities kind of have to do with directing, like, the player or the audience's attention to, like, what you want. Right. Um, you know, games are, at this point, what, like, pretty much, like, interactive films? like Literally. the the, the change of um, The Last of Us to the TV show, um, my girlfriend and I just watched the first two episodes yesterday, and I haven't played the game, but she was pulling things out of the show saying, oh, this is just like the game. And it's like, I feel like the game was... You know created to become a tv show it mm-hmm. feels like they almost said like hey here's a game it'd be cool if someone could turn this <laughs> right. into a show <laughs> um, but like uh i guess the kind of overlaps is it's like um, you know you you have these narratives and you kind of have people go through it and there's always some kind of choice mm-hmm. but um you know even with a lot of games it's like it comes down to like oh there's a good and a bad ending and then the movie is just more or less you see the character pick that for themselves. So right. rather than the player deciding if they want to do the good or the bad thing, you see the characters struggle with it, saying, I don't mm-hmm. know if, you know, am I gonna be a good guy? Am I gonna be an anti-hero? Like, how's it gonna turn out? Right. Um, but I also, like I said, I, I really like putting um, these little, like, playful game things in these films. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I always get really excited when um, I see somebody post about how they came up with um, a drinking game for Lamageddon and it's like based off of one of these little things that we kind of hit around in mm-hmm. it it's like yes like you it's almost it's almost like a hidden instruction manual right, right. it's it's these little um i guess nuggets hidden right. <laughs> throughout oh man
1: so that's understandable and then um the movie itself is on amazon prime mm-hmm. do you have some sort of mm-hmm. a partnership with amazon where like all your future projects past projects will be released with them or how oh. did that work out
2: um, you could actually upload your film to Amazon. Um, it's it's been a long time. Um, oh gosh, when did that come out? I want to say like, 15?
1: 2015? Was it
2: 15? So t- two thousand fifteen, we did um a limited release. Like, um, okay. I think we showed it in um, a theater in Ohio. Mm. Okay. And um, it also won. Um, that's a fun story. Uh, it won audience choice at a scum dance film festival um yeah i don't i don't think it went up on amazon until like 2017 or something okay um but regardless i don't know if you can still upload films independently like i think we might have made it in just at the end of that gate or I could just be completely out of my mind and anyone can still upload anything
0: oh okay i get you oh wow so so with uploading it so you could just upload it just Free of choice, like, you don't have to, like, have a subscription or anything, it's just, oh, you can just upload your film, kind of like that?
2: I th- yeah. think so. I had to go back and check through it. Um, There's obviously, there's, like, a lot of little things, like, you have to have the correct formatting, and, you know, you have to have the timing correct and frame rate, and, um, there's a lot of little elements that go into it, but I'm pretty sure you're allowed to just, um, upload things. It probably has to be verified, too. Okay. Like, you know, they're not gonna let just... Uh, it, it's funny saying with amb- with uh, Lamageddon on there, but, you know, they're not going to just let anything off. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. True.
1: So, for future pro- projects going forward, would you like to mm-hmm. kind of stick with the genre closer to Lamageddon? or would- is it different things you would want to dabble in, you know what I'm saying, going forward, if you did any mm-hmm. other film projects? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, it's kind of a combination. I think films like Lamageddon are really fun. um because you can make it uh you know it was obviously there's definitely stressful periods and you know like artistic differences and all this kind of stuff that goes into it but it ultimately was like a good memorable time Mm -hmm. um but it was also very low budget um i think for me it really depends on like what the budget size is what the nature of the project is um like i have a couple silly films i want to make just Mm -hmm. because you know it's, it's like these kind of um lack of a better word, uh, and I love them, but, you know, very dumb ideas <laughs> that I want to make. Uh, but then also the catch is it's like, uh, it's much easier to make a short film, but um, short films I also don't really feel like get as much traction. Like mm-hmm. if Lomageddon was a short film, I don't know if we'd be even talking today, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't know where it would be. People don't really kind of pay attention to short films in the same way. Yeah. Um, but at some point it would be nice to make a larger serious project. I think um, the concern is that it has to be like, better tuned, um, mm-hmm. it can't be quite as fast and loose, um, and that kind of lends itself easier for something like Lomageddon.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Uh, so, we're, we're getting in, like, the little podcasting field now, so, we mm-hmm. kinda stumbled across a podcast that you were on, right. uh, called Secrets of, uh, Heritage House.
2: Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah.
1: so, it was, like, a gothic horror type yeah. thing. So, like, mm-hmm. is that... Would you describe that as different or like more similar to the physical acting of like llamageddon anything like that like is it a huge difference between the two yeah or is it like
0: easier more like easier vocal than being there right like on the
1: camera and stuff
2: i i think that was um uh, it feels weird to say but i think it was harder um okay yeah so so they they reached out um because of Gettin and they uh wanted to know if i uh like to do um, like a guest appearance in their um, radio show. And it was really fun. It was like one evening of recording. But um, like when I watch Lamageddon, like I don't feel like the person on the screen is me. Like Mm -hmm. even after I just just finished filming it, like, you know, because I was acting as a character and um, maybe that's just like, so that's different from person to person. Um, But when I listen to the podcast, it's like harder to differentiate um, because it's like you hear your own voice, but you don't have this, like different character different you know um i guess imagery to help separate it from your own reality okay so even though i can hear that it's supposed to be within this fictional world it's like oh that's my voice and oh god is that what i sound like when i'm (laughs) trying to pretend to be like crushed or something like that's not very convincing (laughs) oh yeah that's how
0: that's how we were when we first started uh because we we stream as well uh Mm -hmm. that's how it was when we first started streaming uh Cause we were, ca- we were like ca- camera shy So like we didn't mm-hmm. like to be on camera And everything like that but streaming Helped with that and then like when we record And stuff now I'm like oh I'm, I'm used to Hearing my voice now
1: mm-hmm. Like, like at first it was the same thing yeah. Hated the sound of my voice
2: Oh same like, like, <laughs> I still do Looking at my
1: hair I'm like is that what it really looks like You know so you start to realize A lot of stuff <laughs> about yourself That you normally wouldn't have you know getting outside the box and Mm. being on camera camera Mm -hmm. uh, recording your voice and things like that so Mm i get you on that front
2: yeah there's um this really interesting thing where it's like the idea that um when you look in a mirror you're almost seeing like the ideal version of what you think you look like right Um, which is already crazy because it's inversed, right? Like when you're looking at a mirror, everyone else is seeing like the opposite image of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like when you're looking at a mirror, like typically it's like you're putting yourself together or you're doing things where it's like, this is how I want to be presented in the world. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as you step outside, like the lighting's different, the wind's blowing and it's cold. So your face is like, you know, you're getting like a little bit of a runny nose or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just just this really bizarre thing because I think we all have these like images in our head of like, this is what I really look and sound like. right but then it's like no one ever holds you to that standard <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um yeah it's super bizarre but yeah i totally i'm 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 still kind of there <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have a big question for you Uh oh <laughs> i'm ready we want to know if you can if if, if, if it's if, if it's happening or not mm-hmm. you can tell us but where there be where there'll be a sequel will there be a sequel <gasps>
2: What so is- there will be a sequel um, I can't give you an exact time frame on anything but uh, you know the the there is a road plan that at least involves uh, three movies and that was from the beginning that was always the plan um, oh. the the pandemic you know set everything back a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, people had kind of reevaluated and everything kind of shifted. Um, but there will be a sequel. I can say that.
1: Yeah. Oh, get okay. the alcohol, get the snack. get ready <laughs> right do, now. Get before it ready. Comes out. Hold oh, on. Do y'all sell down. T-shirts? Cause I need I need the website <laughs> link. Right, I'm trying to right. get
2: prepared for this. We need the lumber merch. <laughs>
1: we are ready.
2: We need it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, and um I guess uh, it, I wouldn't say it's like even a rumor or a hint because um people have kind of come to us and we've already said like yep, that's the plan, but um the sequel will be named Alpacalypse.
1: Oh, okay. oh you're actually doing it. That's so perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you guys using the same the same uh, llama? Uh
2: I don't think Louie will be in Alpacalypse, okay. but
1: um Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, it might be a cameo. Um, we, are, we are hoping for a comeback in the third film. Okay.
1: Okay. Man. You gotta slide him in there somewhere. He's important to this. Yeah. <laughs> so any advice for us going forward with the whole podcasting thing, streaming? Content, yeah,
0: content creating, stuff like that.
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, follow what you're passionate about. And I'm sorry that feels like a little bit of a cop-out answer, but... um. Oh. The main thing is just like making sure that you're interested in it because um, things will eventually kind of like slow down and you'll kind of wonder um, not necessarily if it's worth it but you know you might have more interesting things that you want to do instead um, so you have to have enough like drive and passion for it that you can like carry it through that final stage
0: okay. Absolutely. Um,
2: it's like for Lamageddon, um I did the uh, vast majority of um, not the post production for the film itself but like um festival submissions uh any kind of like outlet um even if other people on the team were being interviewed i was usually the one that like set up those interviews um mm. what making the website um like we did a screening in new york um last year mm-hmm. um and all that stuff takes time and it's one of these things where sometimes it gets a little boring or trivial and you're kind of like oh god i don't want to do this anymore um but it's you know if you if you already made the thing um you might as well follow through like you already put it out there and right. you know it always feels great in the end because then you can celebrate it
0: right oh, yeah true that is very true
1: <laughs> completely understand yeah. and this stuff is, can be get expensive too yeah. you know the mic oh, totally. the computers all mm-hmm. of that stuff you know and it does mm-hmm. take a lot of time it does
0: yeah because when we first started streaming you know we went from zero then eventually we got about ninety, about ninety people to come to our stream, and then, hey, <laughs> yeah. But we had to take a how long of a break? Yeah, uh, like uh,
1: two, three months two, three at months. one point because mm. we
0: had a because we just had a, a baby, a new baby. Mm-hmm. Uh Aww. But when we came back, it wasn't the same like that anymore. So so it's like we kind of mm-hmm. had to work ourselves back up. So we we're like, you know, what? let's focus a little bit more on on the YouTube side of things too. You know, not just mm-hmm. uh, you know not just Twitch or right. just just streaming all the time. And we're, we're, we're sort of starting to see in a little bit of progress for, for like YouTube mm-hmm. and everything, but I know, you know, that's the, it's going to come with time. So
2: yeah. yeah, it, it just, it always takes time. Um, and yeah, if you can stick to it, then, um, like you've already experienced too, um, you don't have to rebuild those habits as long as you figure out some way to just keep it going. But, um, yeah, sometimes it's just impossible and you have to just adjust and jump back in when you can.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause the, the adjusting back to streaming, it wasn't too bad you know too bad mm-hmm. like like when we came back we had a, quite a few people there you know some that were there from before but uh one thing we you know try to you know well not tribe that we do is like if people can't make the stream or watch our content like we don't get up mm-hmm. you know upset with nothing like that because you know everybody got lives you know? Mm-hmm. you know everybody has you know things that they have to do so like if you can't make it or you know you can't Watch it at the time I mean it's cool You know Watch it when you can We get the free time Because Like I said Everybody has their own things Going on in life So mm-hmm.
1: And just always trying to remember Why you started doing something In right. the first place Is the yeah. most important mm-hmm. piece Because once you lose sight of that What do you have You know Why yeah. are you still doing it True. At that point <laughs> You know So always keeping that in mind Is super important too You know So you never lose yourself When you're doing what you're doing So Mhm you know thank you so much for sitting down and speaking with us we do appreciate you taking the time out to do this
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah, of course and um yeah thank you because that that last thing you said too um i have some projects that i feel like i did exactly that i kind of forgot why i just started doing them (laughs) um yeah so yeah thank you for saying that and thanks for inviting me too
0: oh yeah no problem man like if you want to come back on anytime you're welcome you're you're you're
2: Yes, that's all I've ever wanted.
1: <laughs> thank awesome. you guys so much.
0: Like, mm-hmm. And go ahead and send us some Lama merch. Yes, we can yes. use it. Yeah, <laughs> use <Llamageddon merch. laughs>
2: I'll keep you posted. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But, but, yeah. Uh, but again, we want to thank you so much for, for really, you know, doing this because, you know, take the time out of your schedule to, you know, do this interview and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We really do appreciate it.
2: Uh, it was fun. Uh, I'm always excited to, uh, you know, talk to people and hear their opinions and everything.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, this has been Raid, Rain, and Sapphire. And I'm going to just call you the creator of Lama Game. You're, you're the creator. Co- one, one of the creators. Okay. I don't want to... Yeah. i I say co-creator. Co-cre- co- 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 co-creator works, Yeah. Co-creator. yeah.
2: Co-creator. <laughs>
0: james earl cox
2: (laughs) is in
1: the
0: building so
1: thank you guys so much and we'll see you on the next one